Like when a deer gets shot by a bow or a gun, you're like, ah, stop that bit me! Do you think we suck at everything? Don't tell us that. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna lock it in, lock it in. Yeah, so. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> Might cut all that out. <laughs> you guys, back at it, season two, episode two. You know, I've got this new interest or new exciting interest to keep doing some more episodes. I've thought about doing random ones, you know, with random people like I've been talking to some random people from my gym you know that are into MMA so I think I'm gonna start doing that but today I've got a real real treat for you today you guys I have a gentleman that was undefeated as an amateur for MMA he was the West Coast Fighting Championship champion he was the 2015 standout amateur of the year high school master's placer and state qualifier, pro MMA fighter, and team alpha male standout. You guys, I have Brandon Waltz. You guys, say what's up. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How are you? (laughs) Dude, I'm good, man. I just got out of practice. We had a kickboxing tonight and, you know, just just doing it, man. That's awesome. How are you liking kickboxing? Dude, it's good, man, because everything's so fresh for me. Like, I'm literally starting all over. I haven't done anything of this magnitude in, like, eight years. You know, I've, <laughs> I have I stopped all physical activity off the face of my planet, you know, so I'm just getting back into it. But, man, how's your day-to-day? How's your life going, man? It's going great, man. Uh, you know, as you know, I did have a little bit of a layoff from MMA, just, you know, life happens and you kind of find your way back and I, you know, I'm back at MMA and I'm training, uh, at, uh, Alpha Team Alpha Male with, you know, some of my best friends, Benito Lopez, uh, Tyler Diamond, you know, those guys. And, and I'm absolutely loving it. I'm doing a little bit of cross training in right now, uh, in Chico, California over at, uh, Stanwood MMA with a couple more, uh, a couple other, my buddies who actually introduced me to MMA when I was a lot younger. So it's, it's kind of nice to go back to my roots for a little bit and, and see those guys. And then also, uh, you know, I'm going to um, Freestyle Fitness with uh, Jake Sheely, and he's awesome, man. I, I, he's world-class, super underrated strength and conditioning coach. Um, my, my cousin Jason, who was on one of your previous episodes, yeah. he uh, he trained with Jake for quite a long time, man. And that guy, you, you couldn't get him tired, even if you tried. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so so I'm happy with this guy to be back training with him. And then I'm actually going back to Team Alpha Male in Sacramento uh, next week, and I'm moving in with Benito Lopez. So... I'm Heck really yeah. excited for the. I'm getting excited for the future, man, because the sky's the limit. You know, I've already got Benito as a. He's my. He's a, he's my little brother, but he's a role model for me too. You know, I can always learn from him. So I'm really excited for what the future brings. That's incredible. Like I've only ever known of. I've never actually met Benito, but I've known of him through you know the internet through Braden Clements. You know, one of our mutual friends. Man, I love watching him fight, man, dude. He's a freaking <laughs> stud, man. He is, man. He is a spectacle. He is. You can't help but love watching the guy, man. Not only he's just a good guy to be around, but his fighting style is so exciting. That guy is meant to be a star, man. And mark my words, he will be one day. One of the reasons why I think people like him is visibly he's well-spoken, he's tattooed, he's got a good attitude, he's smiling, and he's going out and he's trying to kill, you know? So yeah, dude, it is absolutely exciting to watch Benito fight. You know, I've only 
seeing him and Tyler Diamond through just videos and I was watching, you know, the Ultimate Fighter. Like, what's your relationship with Tyler Diamond? So Tyler is a guy who I grew up uh, always knowing through wrestling. He was uh, a great older than me, though. So, you know, him and I never crossed paths, but we always, you know, would say what's up. We had a lot of mutual friends um, and he was the one guy. Like in in the section, you always there's always a, a you know a handful of guys that as the younger guy you like to watch. You know they're the older the guys are the studs and and you want to take notes when you watch these guys. And Tyler was one of those guys that everybody liked watching. You know he's a fierce competitor and uh, and he always he always carried this confidence with him that everybody kind of wanted. You know so people would watch him like I want to be that guy. I want to be like that guy. You know and and so growing up around him too was as a blessing just to you know give myself someone to look up to in, in, in terms of what I want to be, how I want to be, you know, one day in the way of a competitor anyways. So and he's, and he's a great guy. I can't, I can't help but love the guy. He's a great guy. So, well, I only have, you know, one other friend that, you know, through Braden, like he says, he's a good guy. So I got to believe you guys, you know, he is, he's, he's definitely a good guy. He's, he's a good time to be around too. He's a crack up. So when you are not training, bro, what are you doing? I know you fish a little bit, but, uh, what else do you get into, man? Um, you know, family time is my biggest thing because, you know, I have a six-year-old baby sister. I've got a 14-year-old brother and, and actually a 21-year-old brother. So, you know, I'm gone a lot between training and working all the time. So I love spending time with them. But, you know, when I'm not doing that, I'm either going fishing with a couple of my buddies back home. I, I love, you know, any type of fishing. I fish at least once a week. And I love golfing. I, a lot of people don't you know hate, hate on golfing i love <laughs> golfing man i'm a lefty too so it's been difficult finding clubs but i'll tell you what i found some garage sale clubs actually that i got for i got a whole set for like 30 bucks and i and it just yeah. one day i fell in love dude golfing is a, golfing is amazing man it's a good time it's you know just kicking it with your buddies having a beer or two and you know and 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 all we all suck so it's a, you know what i mean that's so a good time <laughs> i've literally golfed like twice and it's absolutely miserable but you know it's, <laughs> it doesn't matter you know like i don't give a crap no one cares you know yeah besides you know your outdoor stuff and besides golfing you know when you are actually in the gym you know where do you find your motivation to actually like grit down and get stuff done like where do you find your motivation from um I have various sources of motivation. You know, there's, there's days you wake up and you're just like, Oh, I don't want to do it. But you know, the, there's a couple of big ones. Uh, my grandma passed away a few years ago and she always loved watching me fight. And, um, she, she went to every single fight, always supported me, always bought my shirts, always bought my tickets. And, <laughs> and, uh, and so she was like, other than my own mother, she was my biggest fan. And, and, uh, and I remember her telling me one time I had taken a little break from fighting, just wanted to be a kid, you know, cause I'd been training a long time. And so, you know, one day she called me and she said, well, why don't you fight anymore? <laughs> I told her, Oh, grandma, I just, you know, I'm just screwing around riding my dirt bikes and, and, and being a kid. And she's like, you need to get back in there and do that. You were good. And I love watching you. And I'm tired of not going to any more fights. And I said, okay, grandma. And <laughs> I took a fight actually a few months later and, and kind of my, that's when my career was taken off and. And although my grandma isn't here with me today, I'll always remember when she told me that, you know, so that's a big part of it for me, you know, and then other than that, you know, there was always people out there saying, oh, you can't do it. You can't do this. You can't do that. Screw that, man. You, you can do anything you want, no matter what it is, you have the ability to do whatever you want. If you can hold it in your hand, if you can imagine your goal in mind, you can achieve it. So that's, that's kind of, I'm a firm believer in the law of attraction, but Nito actually kind of turned me in and towards that direction and 
and I've been living my life that way ever since, man. And, and it, it's amazing. Like you, you can do anything you want. It's wild. Like a lot of people don't realize it, but you're what you manifest in your head. You yeah. can make a reality. All you got to do is work at it. Dude, I'm a firm believer, just like you. If you want to do something, go ahead and freaking do it. For anyone that's listening on this, if you think something's too tough, cool. Go find a way to do it. If you want to do something, have fun. Go freaking do it. Like, um, for some of the people that don't know, like, I wanted to write a book, so I wrote a book. Uh, years ago, I wanted to do uh, sports. You know, like I've, you know, I've, I've been snowboarding for like twenty years. I, you know, competed in MMA years ago. Like I, anything that I've wanted to do, I've, I've done or I'm working towards. So it's like, if you think that you can't do something, just find a way to go do it. Enjoy life. Yeah. Life's way too short. You know what I'm saying? Life is too short, man. You are your own limitation. So the only reason you can't do something is because that's what you said. And if you say it, you're probably right. So. You know what I mean? If you can do it and you can you can picture it, then there shouldn't be anything holding you back. Dude, so now you're just training and living and working. Do you have anything on the horizon? Do you have any current goals with training? Like what's what's the game plan? So um, nothing's official yet. I don't have an opponent or anything, but I should be fighting um, October 6th at Gold Country Casino in Orville, California. And I, I've been really training hard for that. I did sustain a little bit of a, a hiccup in my training camp, but I'm working at it every single day. And, and my goal for this year, I want to get two more fights in before the end of the year, hopefully before Christmas so I can, you know, eat my good Christmas dinner and, <laughs> and whatnot. Uh, sure. I can kind of deal with skipping out on Thanksgiving if I have to, but Christmas, can't miss that with the family. <laughs> no doubt. But, uh, yeah, you know, and then next year I would like to, you know, at the very least take three fights, if in a perfect world, I'll take five. And, uh, and you know, I want to be either on the Tuesday night contender series or on the ultimate fighter by, you know, early 2000, uh, 2020 or late 2019. So we'll kind of see what happens. Everything happens for a reason. So, you know, I, I, I'm going to take all my fights I can and we'll kind of play it by ear from there. Dude, how, so I've never been to, I mean, I've been to gold country casino, but I've never been to any of the fights there. How's their turnout? Is it pretty decent? Um, I did fight there one time in 2012. Uh, it was my second amateur fight, and um, I actually sold quite a few tickets, and I wasn't even the headliner. I think I was one of the first or second fight, and uh, there was a packed house, man, but I Thank do you. believe that they do an outdoor show now. Oh. Um, I'm, I'm not totally sure, though. We just got a new promoter and whatnot, so we'll kind of see how that goes, but every time I've gone, it's definitely been a packed house, all local people. You know, they typically, they're from Orville, Chico, paradise area and you know they they typically know your name so it's, yeah. it's it's actually a really good local show to have that's awesome man yeah what's the biggest um the biggest promotion you fought for is that west coast fighting championships yeah west coast was the biggest promoter or promotion i'd ever fought for um they averaged around three thousand uh seats i believe Dang. so uh, there's, yeah, quite a few people, and on like some of the sold-out shows with like Max Griffin headlining. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, some of those guys, those those shows were massive, and uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to be a part of that show. You know, headlining the amateur card, and yeah. and uh, and you know, it was it was cool, man, because you know sometimes not all the fans show up in the beginning of the show. I got when I was up to fight, most of the fans were there, so I, I was really blessed to have uh, or get to fight in front of a big stage. You know, because I'd fought quite a few guys who. I could tell got stage fright in front of that many fans. And I was, I was used to it at that point, you know, and, yeah. and you can kind of see it in their eyes, you know, give you the fighting edge almost. So I, I was really comfortable fighting there. It was awesome. 
I've never, so I've only competed four times, but I've never really gotten any nerves. Like, you know, I've done it. Like, I don't, I just didn't get nervous. Like, uh, the biggest promotion I ever fought for was, um, what is it, Ultimate Reno Combat? That's a good promotion. That's actually one of the best promotions on the the western side of the country. I mean, they Rick Hollip runs a legitimate show, and <laughs> unfortunately, I don't think they do it anymore. But you know, that's a that's I I wanted to fight on that show. I was never uh, I never did able to get on that show, but that's that's awesome. That's a really good show to get onto. Yeah, I got uh, blasted by a guy. Do you know Zach Bunnell? Bunnell, that sounds familiar. I'm not totally sure. I'm I'm better with faces than I am with names. <laughs> Well, dude, he at one point he was uh, he owns his own gym now in Reno, and he at one point was uh, line fight one of their champions. Like he kicked the piss out of me one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, but but you know, solid dude. Every you know, really cool. So it's it is what it is. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you didn't really get nervous. So did you have like a specific? fight pre-ritual that you like to do or because i need to know these things man I, I i still get nerves every now and then no man it's just like it's ex- you know it's exciting like the only thing that's gonna stop you is that ref or you know you beating the mess out of him or him beating you know it's like but you've been in a fight before you know it's like it's nothing <laughs> it's nothing new so it's yeah i don't know i don't know how to explain it it is it is a rush but my nerves are not like taking over it i do love the rush though it's it's intense and everyone's watching you you know it's (laughs) oh man i freaking love it i so i don't i don't know if you've been uh checking my facebook lately but i so i started training at my at this gym in uh, richmond virginia dude it's called rva mma it is the toughest freaking workout i've ever ever done it is so freaking intense like every day i'm just drenched in sweat you know it's but it's so cool it's good to get back into it that's awesome man it's it's always important that you find a gym that you like and that challenges you you know that's that's a that's a big deal so good for you man at first i was like man like everyone is you know super in shape everyone's just really good you know, even like some people that are like a lot smaller, like I was actually sparring with this one girl, uh, her name's Jamie, shout out to Jamie, but uh, I gave her a small bloody nose and I felt actually really bad, but, she, <laughs> but, but I, like she's tough as nails, like everyone in there is, you know, super tough and everyone's super patient. It really does seem like a perfect gym, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's awesome, man. And people are like, that's the name of the game. And they, you know, everyone keeps moving forward. That's, that's awesome, man. That's a good dynamic to have in the gym. Yeah. Yo, uh, so how often do you get to train at Team Alpha Male? Like, how often do you go down there? Uh, every day. I mean, right now, because I'm cross training, I haven't been there in a little bit. But when I'm, you know, I'm moving back in with Benito pretty soon, it's going to be an every day, twice a day type of deal. Gosh. So, you know. Yeah, every day, man, with those studs, those those guys are so inspirational, man. I, I can't help but be in there two, three times a day, you know? Yeah. Dude, who's the baddest dude in the gym? Oh, man, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in there is an animal, man. <laughs> Everyone. But I, I honestly couldn't tell you a single name because I've seen – all the guys in different in different aspects and, and yeah. parts of the game where everybody shines in different places. So I really couldn't put one uh, name out there that's saying this dude's better than the other, honestly. 
Yeah, like I've I saw a bunch of photos with uh, you and Clay Guida, man. I've always admired his <laughs> his work ethic, dude. That dude is a freaking machine. He is, man. He's a, he's also just the nicest, most humble guy. Like it's funny because yeah. I've been growing my hair out for almost uh, almost three years now, and you know I didn't even think about it. But then the day I went mouth mail. And all the and people I didn't even know, and Clay wasn't there. That's the funny part. I, people I didn't even know were like, hey, what's up, Clay? And I was like, what? And I was like, like you look like Clay, man. You look like Clay's brother. I was like, oh, I do. Kind of, kind of, huh? You know, I got the hair. And, and it kind of stuck, man. Like, uh, Darren Elkins, you know, was, he yeah. made a little joke out of it. He's like, we got we got the good Clay Guida and the evil Clay Guida, his evil twin, you know, call me the evil twin. And it's kind of been an ongoing joke, man. And it's, it's a good time. Everybody in there is super awesome. And, and, uh, and so I kind of stuck, man, Clay Guida, but you know, he, he's an, he's an awesome dude. I can't help but love the dude. Yeah. Do you ever get like, when you first started going there, did were you ever like a fanboy? You're like, Oh, Hey, or, or were you just trying to play it cool? <laughs> Absolutely. I couldn't help it, man. Like I tried to play it cool. And then, like, you know, I talked to Uriah for a little bit, and I found myself, like, asked this guy so many questions <laughs> and stuff. And, and then, you know, I find him, like, you know, trying to listen to what I'm saying, but I can't get any words out. You know, I'm like, <laughs> fanboy now. I'm like, oh, man, like, I'm messing this up. And, you know, Cody. But Cody's hella cool, too, man. He, he's an awesome guy. And I had to fanboy out to him a little bit because we're both big Ohio State fans. And, and shout out to the East Coast. Last time I was over there, I got some hate wearing by Ohio State stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that over yeah. at UC, man. Uh, but, you know, they're all relatable dudes, man, and, and it's easy to have a conversation with them. I, I did that for a long time. I'm getting better, though. It doesn't starstruck for a bit. I'm like, holy crap, like these guys have been watching forever are standing right here and really practicing on the grind, you know. So I'm definitely getting used to it at this point, though. Your gym is full of killers. Every person that – well, a lot of people that – a typical person has seen on TV, you know, trains there, or dude, it's, it's a very, very good gym. So that's, that's awesome. You're out there, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Speaking of when you came out to, uh, the East coast, dude, do you remember when I brought some moonshine out for you? Oh, absolutely. I, I told that story to a buddy <laughs> of mine who I had just met last week at work and, uh, he's from Tijuana and we got on the subject of moonshine and I told him the moonshine you had brought me. That's some good stuff. And I told him I took a sip or two and, and I was warm from the waist up immediately. <laughs> oh man. I actually have some in my fridge. Like I don't, you know, put some down whenever I just, you know, like I want to warm up a little bit. Like I don't, drink it by any means like nowhere near every day or anything like that it's too much man oh it was good stuff though man i i couldn't blame you if you took a sip every now and then. i probably would do the same thing oh dude so dude you know you said you don't have an uh, an opponent coming up but is there anyone that you've you've wanted to fight or anyone that's like could be on your radar um there's kind of always been one guy on my radar you know, I would really like to get a couple more fights under my belt, get back in the swing of things before I call this guy out. And I won't name any names just yet, but if we do another podcast, I will happily call him out on the next episode. Um, right now, I've kind of been out of the circuit in the local scene for a little while. Um, so I don't have anybody specific. Just, you know, throw me in there with somebody. I'm going to do my thing and, and uh, you know, do what I do best, really. And, and, you know, I'll take whoever they give me at this point. That's that's a good attitude to have, man. Like, you know, maybe down the down the road when we do another, you know, because we're going to do another podcast episode. Absolutely. I got an idea. Next time you have a fight coming up or anything coming up, dude, let's freaking do it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely, man. I'm all, I'm all game. 
I know this is a, a bit of a quick one for you, but I am so pumped that we got you on here, man. I want to ask you uh, one quick question. Is there anything yeah. you want? Is there anything you want to say to the fans? Anything you want to say to you know, anyone out there? Some advice? Talk some trash? Anything? You want? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, I got nothing but love for all my fans and, and all my family and friends out there and, and everybody who's ever supported me or hated me along the way. You know, any exposure is good exposure, and 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 I want to thank my fans and my fan, my friends and family mostly because. I did. I have had a long layoff, and and all the people I've talked to recently about getting this fight going, and you know they've they've all told me, you know, that I'm down. I'm down to go to this fight. Let's go. It's local. It's easy to make it. Tickets aren't overpriced. And the people that were there in my fight years ago, and the people that are going to come to my fight in this fight, those people who you know, I will never forget those people. Like, you know, when you make it and you make it big, those are the people who really stick in your mind. The people who gave a crap about you when you weren't you weren't anything big those are the people that i will always care about and uh and thank you guys so much for everything because i really really wouldn't be anything without you guys i can train i can do all this and that but without you i have no leg to stand on so those are the people i really really care about thank you guys dude we are happy to have you and if you guys want to check him out go ahead and look him up brandon waltz w-a-l-t-z that's right (laughs) but Dude, it has been a pleasure, man. You guys, this has been another episode of The Week of Hangover. We will talk to you soon. Have a good night.